You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. But let's talk about one of the issues that we can learn out from this parsha, and that is the fact that how important it is not to start up with Tamid HaChachamim. Even if you are a Tamid in your own right, but not to start up with them. So on this, Rebel Yoshev brought the Gemara Numa, and you can see it, it's up here on the, uh, you can see it, it's up here. That a Talmud Chocham needs to be tough, just like Moshe Rabbeinu was, right, at this point. He has to, no came venotir, very strong term. You have to uh, really get the guy back. And, 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 and wait for your chance to, to take revenge and, and get him back for what he did. And if you don't do that, you're not a Talmud Chacham. Um, now, the Gemara says what? The Talmud Chacham is supposed to take revenge? So the Gemara says in Yuma, um, he is supposed to be tough. But if the person who has hurt him asks Mechila, then he's supposed to right away say, okay, I'm fine. So, uh, Shiva, we talked about this a little bit earlier today with the Chazanish, the idea of you got to be ready to, to these Chachamim are ready to curse when they thought that the Kabbalah Torah was being affected. But when they saw that the person that they were dealing with would actually submit, then they let, then the curse didn't have effect. That's what we saw from the Chazanish today in Sanhedrin. And Rebel Yashiv is, is saying, is bringing from the Gemara something similar. That now, Sir Rebel Yashiv asks the following. He says, that Gemara seems to say that you've got to realize that something was done wrong. You have to be ready to, to marshal your energies against what the person has done, but also be ready to, to be mochalim. But he says... We know the Gemara Megillah says that Marzutra, before he went to bed every night, he would be mochel anybody that heard him. Um, and we know from Hillel. Hillel, the, the people were mezals of him. And you see that he basically, even though they were, remember, the Gemara says that one of the, one of the uh, they tried to get Hillel upset. And a person started insulting him and talking about people from Bovel with, 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 with funny-looking heads. And that clearly was an insult. So why do we find that one Gemara says that Talmud Chacham has to really hold his Kavadat Torah very close? And he has to realize when he's being insulted, he has to be ready to be no kenvenot there, and sometimes even curse when it's actually occurred. And yet we find Marzutra and Hillel Hanasi, the great Hillel Azokain, they were different. So, the Marsha gives an answer to this question. The Marsha says that in the case of Hillel and Marzutra, they asked Mechila. But Revel Yoshev says that doesn't sound like it's Pshat. The simple Pshat in the Gemara seems to be that when Marzutra every single night 
And even though, as a Talmud Chacham, as Rosh Hashiva, he knows people sometimes would say insulting things to him. He said, I am mochel everybody. I am mochel everyone. So, and that means whether they ask Mechil or not. So, Rebbe Yoshev said, it could be the difference is how the insult occurs. If you look in the Rambam in Hilchas Talmud Torah, If you look in the Rambam in Hilchas Talmatera, the Rambam says there's a difference between if the insult happened in public or if it happened in private. Here's the lesson of the Rambam. Even though when a, a person insults a Talmud Chacham, he has the right on the spot to say, I hereby pronounce the ban on you. This is, the community should stay away from you. It's not a positive thing. It doesn't speak well for you. Come on, who's talking to you? It's like a dog. I'm sorry, Dolly. A dog's like a dog is barking. So, so you don't care the dog is barking. You think it makes a difference? El and the Rambam, this is the Rambam going on. The Hasidim Arishonim used to hear people insult them, believe me. They might have been a big tzaddik, but the idiot knows how to insult them. They actually forgave them. In fact, the Gemara says when people spoke about what was positive about themselves, they said, I never had to put someone in Chayrim. I never, because a person insulted me, I always was able to keep my cool about it. But that's if he meets you on the street, you met him uh, in the back room, nobody was around. However, if it happens publicly, you can't be mocho. And if you are mocho, you're also punished. So Rabbi Yoshev says that's the better answer to the problem. The Gemara Megill and Shabbos is talking about that people would insult Marchista privately. So therefore, we say that he should be mochel. But the Gemara in Yuma, where it says have to be no kem venoter kenochosh, that's where it occurs publicly. And in fact, you have no right to be mochel. That's a bizarre natayra. Because it's not just you. When it's in a public then you stand for something publicly. And it's the Torah that you learn, and the Torah itself becomes nisbaza if you turn the other cheek. So that, he feels, is the right answer. Now, what this means is, it doesn't just mean that the tzibur has to be machabed, the Talmud Chacham. The Talmud Chacham has to machabed his own Torah. And if, if if someone insults him and he knows what he stands for and he's mocho, so that you're, you don't know, you don't understand what you mean and you're punished for it. Now, that's, now, Rebel Yoshev adds, 
if he asks Mechila, you give it to him. But that means he has to ask Mechila Barabim as well. If he's Mavaza Yubarabim, then he needs to be Mavakish Mechila Barabim. If he only comes to you privately afterwards, Rav Yoshev says then it would be Usr to give him Mechila. Why? Because everybody else saw it. They don't know that he came to you public, uh, privately. He needs to make a public apology. And then that could uh, fix what has occurred. Yes. What is the opposite if the Rav bizar somebody in the Rabim? If the Rav was Mavaza someone? <laughs> um, okay, so you, you, it, it's hard to know. It, the, it's possible the Rav had a reason, right? Um, you're saying if a Rav is Mavaza someone totally without reason. In other words, he, he chooses on someone to pick on and, and insults him and the person never did anything wrong or anything. Um, Let's say not without a reason, but he went way, way too far. Okay. So you need to, Moshe, this is what we were talking about in the Gemara that we did yesterday in Dafyomi, and I was talking to about it with Sheila earlier. Um, we have cases where where Rabbanim really lash back, right? We saw yesterday in the Gemara, Rav curses Karna, he curses Shmuel, right? Um, there are Rabbanim who don't have an even keel. They have a lot of Torah, but they are a little bit hot-headed, and they, they, they're, they need to work on their midos. And you're right, for those for those you might have a situation like you're talking about. Rav Yashiv is assuming that we're talking about people that we look up to, people from the Gemara, the Atanoyim and the Amaroyim, Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's Parsha and others. But I agree with you. There are people who have a lot of Torah learning. And despite, and you're right, they haven't worked on their Midos completely. And sometimes they... Um, conflate themselves with their Torah too much. So the Rambam and Rabbi Yoshev are talking about the opposite. The person who's such an onav, he doesn't think he's so great. You, Moshe, are speaking about someone who is an accomplished learner and a person who's basically, he's not an Amoritz, but you're wondering if maybe he doesn't have the best midos sometimes and maybe you got him on a bad day when he wasn't able and he, and he lashes back too hard. Um, what I would say, uh, you know, is that you should, you know, the person should understand, should not hold it against the Rav, um, should understand that um, you know, what he did was probably wrong, and he'll get more Gan Eden. Uh, Sheila, we talked about that earlier, uh, earlier this morning, that sometimes the curse is, is good for the person, right? With the way the person comes back, that means that's less for you to be punished in the next world. Alavai, that would be, Alavai, that would be true for, for, for Korach and his, right? Um, as well. So that's the way, I, I don't know if this is a, a, maybe you think I'm being evasive by answering it. For, again, let me repeat. Standard, the Talmud Chochem is, should be on an even keel. And and he needs to be careful not to be too meek, 
not to be too timid. If you have a Talmud Chacham who hasn't yet worked out all the kinks in his personality and sometimes lashes back too hard, I, I would advise the person who who bears the tongue lashing to probably um, accept it and be makabal it as a tikkun for himself. Now, let's say going further, should someone go speak to the Talmud Chacham, who let's say he's the Rav of the Kehila, and say, you know, you get angry too often at people, you know, it's, it's stopping your effectiveness. That might be a good conversation to have with him. I'm not sure who should have the conversation with him. But you'd have to think in a smart way how to have that conversation with him. Because if he probably, if we're talking about a person who's not a phony, he wants to get better. But sometimes you don't realize. Um, I, I, I thought I would uh, finish here with something Rebel Yoshev said, and it's printed by it's printed in the Sefer. Um, and and I thought maybe it's worthwhile to end with this. He says that he wrote a number of years ago, and it wasn't through Corona, obviously. There's an illness that we don't have a cure for. What happened was, was that people were getting, there was a, a can't, there was so many Rabbonim, Talmud HaChachamim, who were getting cancer, as you can see. Um, and we know that we still don't have a cure for cancer. This shear is, a, of course, dedicated, uh, has been dedicated for a young woman who's getting cancer treatments. Treatments. We still have no cure for it. It's, it's still inside of us. And when cancers were breaking out and people were dying at a greater percentage, Rebel Yoshev was hurt by this. And Rebel Yoshev said, when you have a disease that we have no real cure for, he says, this is Mida Kadegan Mida. The Gemara says in Shabbos, we're going to get to it very soon. There's no Rafua. And in fact, the Gemara says, that's what the Pasuk in Divar Yomim says. God unleashed anger to the point that there was no cure to the diseases that, 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 that were the onslaught of disease. So you see that if you're Mavaza Talmud Chacham, this is what happens. And then you're not only mavaza the Talmachacham, you're mavaza the whole idea of being a Talmachacham. You're mavaza learning as well. This in public, we're talking? This this type of... Rav Yosha was probably talking about, um, um, you know, in Eretz Yisrael, you know, the way they spoke about Rabbonim, the way they spoke about the Haredim, the way they spoke about people who were learning. Um, Rebel Yoshev said the following. He said it used to be that when they would insult a Talmud Chacham, he knew who it was. He says, 
You knew who he was. Yeah, these idiots. Hayom wa'idei anoshim chashuvim. V'yesh talmidei chachamim sheshoyskim u'belibam nicholehem. And there's talmidei chachamim who hear other people and say, yeah, I'm happy he's getting insulted. Um, and he says, that's what happens with cancer. He says, what happens, this is Rebel Yoshev talking. What happens with cancer is they have all these treatments and they have operations and stuff and the changes. And after other, it comes back. And that's what it means. There's no refuah. So, um, as, <laughs> as, as Rebel Yoshev says, when you have a machla that we don't have a refuah for, and right now we don't have a refuah for COVID-19, maybe we should take Rebel Yoshev's words here and talk about having more COVID for Talmud HaChachomim. Uh, and even like he says before, or standing up for Talmud HaChachomim as well. Um, Look, we all have to be very careful about this. So, as we can see, and I think that's a, a, a lesson. Korach himself was a great chacham. He could have been the greatest, right? Um, Rabboni Sholem knew how great he was. Um, but, you know, he, he, he pushed it. And I think many people have to realize that as well, that they have to, they have to be macabre. Um, I think what happens today is is that um, we have knowledge is spread so far that everybody considers himself somebody. Even people in the old days, you knew there was a hierarchy. You knew who stood strongly. Today, it's not so simple. I've got a smicha too. I also know how to learn. I've also gone through shas. So because of that, I think, um, especially if they, especially if the balabatim are paying uh, the salaries of a lot of the I think that's that's especially something the way it could happen. So, Mitz Hashem, we should uh, learn the lessons, and hopefully, the Rebbeinu Shalom will send us uh, the refuah for this maka that we still don't have any cure for. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 